Hey, what the hell? What's up, boys and girls? It is the Reverend Radio Network or broadcast or shit, who knows. Let's just call it what it is. It's going to be me driving around in a car, you listening to some sh shitty background noise and listening to me rant and rave about the stupidity of the shit that's going on around us. Um, so let's get right down to it. Uh, just getting off work, so it's about 2 o'clock in the morning. It's a good time to record some of this stuff. Depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I'm in a pretty decent mood. I had something stupid happen to me at work today, and I wanted to talk to everybody about it because we've, we've all had this situation where a manager goes and says, oh, well, I don't agree with your decision on how you did this. And in most situations, you know what? I get it. In, in, in most work situations where you're at, especially in a situation where the managers actually get out there and they, you know, they interact and they do stuff and they've, they've worked in the area in which they manage, they actually might have a, a decent, you know, opinion or some helpful hints. But in my situation, most of the managers that I work with don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. I mean, they literally don't know shit from Shinola. Um... So, I had one that called me up today, and he says, I don't, you know what, I, I don't agree with your decision on what you did here. And I went, okay, well, the person that you're trying to use to do this job gets off in 45 minutes. It's going to take an hour and a half for them to do the job. We're trying to save money, but you're going to force this person to extend so that the other person who can do the job doesn't have to because it's going to take them eight minutes longer to get there and you're worried about a client having to wait eight minutes um it's pouring fucking rain there are no clients they don't give a fuck it just it doesn't make sense and i'm dealing with the fact that i've got a person who doesn't know anything about my job doesn't know what i do but the real kicker was, he said, I said, it's only going to take eight minutes for the other person to get there and take care of this responsibility. He goes, how do you know how long it's going to take them to get there? <laughs> because I do it every day. Even the slowest fucking person can get there in eight minutes. So I'm guaranteeing, yeah, sure, they can be there in eight minutes. Ah, oh, fucking ridiculous. You know, you, you kind of, you have to really let it roll off of you, and I, I kind of, it really did piss me off, and I lost my holly jolly there for about 10 minutes, because, you know, for those of you who don't know, you know, I, I do work on a radio, and I do talk to a lot of people, and I talk to probably 100, 150 people every day, you know, using a CV radio, and I try to liven it up, because, you know, it's that time of year when, especially a lot of us who work in the service industry, and we're taking care of people, you know, those of us who work in retail and have to deal with the assholes who are going shopping and, oh my god, you don't have this? How can you be out of this? It's fucking two days till Christmas. What do you mean, how can I be out of it? You should have bought it a month ago. But, they don't. And the service industry, you know, we're, we're dealing with people who, especially in the tourism part, have left their brains at home. Everybody knows this. They go somewhere, and they're thinking to themselves, I'm going to go here, and I'm going to go out on vacation. And the fact that I'm going to ruin the lives of hundreds of other people 
because I've chose to go on vacation at this time means nothing to me as long as I have my magical experience. And that's cool. But we got to realize that we're going to have to deal with morons. They leave their brains at home. It always makes me laugh, though, because they always come out and they go, I just don't understand why I have to deal with being around this many people. Uh, fucker, you're one of the people. You chose to come here during the busiest time of the year for tourism, and you're complaining about the fact that there are a lot of people here. I mean, that scoots way the fuck past irony onto what the fuck are you thinking? If you lost your fucking mind, that you're going to complain to me. Today, it was rainy, nasty Florida. We've had this nor'easter. I mean, shit, we had flooding, coastal flooding. We had tornadoes. Pardon me for that. I can't really edit out the, you know, nasty sound. So, ah, fuck, deal with it. So, we had tornadoes. I had this one cat ask if they were going to shut down the theme park due to tornadoes. Fucker, they they're, they're not going to shut... They, they barely shut down a theme park for a hurricane. What the hell makes you think they're going to shut down a theme park for a tornado? He said, well, if I'm driving along and I see a tornado coming directly at me and I'm in a, you know, I'm in a vehicle carrying our clients and all of a sudden I look out the front windshield and I see a tornado coming straight at me, what do I do? Well, that's easy. Your job is to transport the money from point A to point B. You're like an armored car. The only difference between you and an armored car is you're transferring the people who have the money still in their wallet to a place for them to spend it. Because our job is basically to help to alleviate our clients of their unneeded cash. So, in all seriousness, what you should be doing is, holy fuck, I see a tornado. I should quickly get my guests as close to the closest shopping venue as possible so that they can spend their money while we're hunkering down waiting for the tornado to pass. Some people actually told this person to pull over and unload them into a ditch. Now, I don't know about many of y'all that didn't see much of the rain here today. A fuckload of it. The ditches are flooded. Let's unload our guests into a motherfucker. You are actually sitting behind me with your brights on? Oh, hell no. I'm driving down the road, and I just had to slow down to 40 miles an hour because this jackass is sitting beside, behind me with his lights on. Well, how do you like it? How do you like having somebody with their brights on right up your ass? Because that's what I'm doing, motherfucker. I'm going to speed up with my brights all the way on because that's the way. Oh, now you're going to slow down? Oh, you're going to be a douchebag now, huh? Oh, we got an asshole who wants to have road rage. Check this shit out, boys and girls. You guys are here live with me with this dickhead in a little Toyota. What the fuck is this? Hmm, man, you know what? I should call out his goddamn license plate on the fucking air. You fucking little pissant. That's right. Head on down the fucking road. Head on down. Oh, now you're going to slam on your brakes again. Oh, Jesus Christ. What a fucking cock knocker. Look at this asshole. Oh, he's a grumpy cocksucker. Now he's slowing down. We're going to slow down. Then he's going to speed back up again because 
He's afraid that his rubber band engine is going to fucking give out if his, uh, goes too fast and his duct tape wears off. Man, get the fuck out of here with this. You're the one who came up behind me with your fucking brights on. Jesus Christ, maybe this cocksucker's drunk. He keeps slamming on his brakes and weaving all over the road. Hey, you never know. Hey, that would be really cool, you know. We're online and I'm recording a show and this fucker, like, flips out and does a bunch of donuts and ends up in a fucking ditch and then I have to go up to him and you guys get to hear me ask him if he's lost his goddamn mind. That would be fucking amazing. No, no, we're just going to get on I-4. Now let's see what happens here. Now back to the story. What the fuck were we talking about anyway? I have no idea. So, oh look, there's the giant Mickey Mouse in the fucking sky. Look at that shit. If you guys don't know that, there's a big fucking Mickey Mouse electrical pole out here. And, yeah, we're passing by that. That'll give you an idea of about where I am right now at 2.17 in the morning while many of you are sleeping and dreaming of sugar plums and snatch monsters and whatever the fuck you dream about. I don't fucking know. I dream about weird shit, so maybe you're strange like me. Who knows? Um, you know what? Let's switch gears now. Let's talk about uh, my first podcast that I tried doing this little thing where we were talking about people that I think should die. And uh, I was talking about people who take their kids into smoking areas, and you know, we discussed that, and it's, it's actually very true. I think people who do that are very disgusting and uh, absolutely fucking worthless. Um, but I got to thinking about other people, you know, who really don't enjoy, don't, they, they don't need to enjoy, uh, existence on this planet, and, uh, this situation actually happened to a friend of mine, uh, it's, it's kind of weird, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, I, I just had, uh, a child not too long ago, and it was actually a miracle, the reverend has always wanted to be a father, it's one of his biggest goals in life is to actually have a kid, I know that it's scary, the thought that I might actually help to educate a young mind to be something like me. But you know what? The world needs more sarcastic assholes. So, hey, I'm all for it. But, so, I got to know, and this, uh, it was a couple that I've known for quite a while, and they've, they've known each other for quite a while, and, you know, not to delve too much in their personal life, but they decided to, you know, have a little fun, and they fucked, and they forgot to use pre- protection, and they got pregnant, and, you know, they were all excited about it, and they had the kid, and the kid came along, and all of a sudden, the other day, I'm looking at uh, my female friend who, who had the baby, and I said, you know, you, you look really depressed, I was trying to make her smile and laugh, and she wasn't having any of it, I'm like, what the fuck's going on with you, and she goes, uh, so-and-so walked out on me, and my mind skipped a beat. You know, I've heard a lot of comedians talk about parenting and your responsibilities and things that you're supposed to do, and I've done it myself. Women go through such horrendous conditions to bring life into this planet. I've actually, having gone through that with my significant other, with my wife, I've, I've actually had a chance to experience, understand, experience from my perspective. I've had a chance to experience from an outside perspective, from the male perspective, what a woman goes through. Because, you know what, when you're married and when you're with somebody, you do get to experience some parts of it. I mean, you don't get to experience the pain that they go through. You don't get to experience the the life growing inside of them. But 
when, when they have ups and downs and they have mood problems and they have mood swings and they're sad and they're depressed, you fucking go through that too. I mean, especially if you love the person, which if you're going to knock somebody up, I hope the fuck you do. Um, but to go through all that for nine months and then to see that life come into this, this world and to know that you have the responsibility of this child and then to all of a sudden one day go, eh, fuck you, and then leave? You are the biggest fucking piece of shit on the planet. You do not deserve to share the same oxygen that I do. You do not deserve to share the same planet with my child. That's damn sure. You are a piece of fucking garbage. Now, I know some of you may say, well, maybe the mother and father weren't getting along. This person has had previous children, and regardless of whether you have had or you don't have, if you have not done the research to know what women have or or may be going through, like, I've learned that postpartum depression is a big fucking thing. It is a huge fucking thing that women go through, and it takes many forms. It is insane what women have to do, go through, and what their brains have to go through, their brains and their bodies. Postpartum depression is a really fucked up thing, and not all women catch it, not all women go through it, but a lot of women do, and for a man to sit there and go, I I can't deal with her anymore, I can't deal with her anymore. Motherfucker, you're part of the reason, excuse me, Jesus Christ, you're part of the reason why she's like this. Your decision to come inside of her is part of the reason why she's going through this hell. She didn't ask for postpartum depression. She didn't ask for things that happened to her body because of the fact that she just gave life to your offspring. Your offspring. You decided that you wanted to fucking play the game, and now because she's going through hell, you're going to not only leave your child, but you're going to leave that woman who needs you. She needs you by her side. She needs you to help her get through this shit, and you're just going to go, up. Oh, I can't do it, and walk out? Fuck you. Fuck that. There is no excuse. None. That, I mean, unless all of a sudden she's taking a baseball bat and beating you to death while you're fucking asleep, if she's yelling at you and cussing at you and there's nothing that you can do that's right, uh, tough shit. Maybe you need to fix your attitude to try and help. You know what? I had to deal with that. I'm not going to lie. I don't like to sugarcoat it. I had to go through that with the postpartum depression. It is a scary thing to deal with, to see the person that you love go through all this shit, all this emotional shit, the different things that have happened to them, the different things that are happening. And there are many times when I've had to walk on eggshells, but if my wife snaps, It's not my fault. It's not her fault. It is the disease. It is the postpartum. It is the problems that are going on. And it's just, and later on, everybody calms down. Take it with a grain of salt. Do what you can to try and ease it. Do what you can to take care of her. Take away some of her responsibility with a baby so that she can have time to heal. She needs to have time to heal. That's one of the biggest things that pregnancy does to a woman. Tears their ass up. Sort of, almost literally, which is 
another whole part of the program. But we as men have that responsibility to step up to take care of our child. Men, pull me overnight. Well, you're going to say, well, I, I work and I bring on the money. Motherfucker, I work six days a goddamn week. Six days a fucking week. And when my child was born, I was working seven. Seven days a week, I was working to, to provide for my family. And I still came home almost every single night for the first uh, almost year of my, my kid's life. And did the overnight. Anytime that my kid woke up that needed a bottle, anytime my kid woke up and needed a diaper, I was the one who took care of it. Unless I was sick. If I was sick, my wife took care of it because she knew that I needed to heal that. And, you know, we didn't want my, you know, my kid being around me sick. But the majority of it is me taking care of everything overnight. Here we are tonight. I'm going home right now. I'm going to go home, make sure I do some cleaning around the house. I will take care of my kid. Should my baby wake up, I'll take my shower and I'll lay down. But if anything is needed between now and tomorrow morning, I'm the one who takes care of that. I've been working all day. I had a 12-hour shift today. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because my wife needs to rest so that she can heal. Because that is my responsibility. My responsibility as a father is to take care of my child. And my responsibility as a husband is to take care of my wife. And the fact that there are men out there who can't seem to get that shit through their head is just disgusting to me. And if you walk out on your woman... If you walk out on your wife, girlfriend, whatever, after you've knocked her up, you are a pile of fucking garbage. You are a piece of fucking shit, one of the lowest forms of life on this planet. And truthfully, if there's a situation where a man walks out on his child, they should be chemically castrated. End of story. I'm sorry, you decided to go and have a kid and not take care of it? You are no longer allowed to have any more children. You know, we, we have such limp dick fucking sentences for crimes. And walking out of your kid should be a fucking crime. It really should. Walking out of your kid should be a crime. You should be allowed to do that shit. If you do it, you should have to pay the price. You know, it's almost Christmas. So let's switch gears. I want everybody to put more put more jolly in your holly. Roast some of Chet's nuts over your open tongue. Deck the halls with the semen of your loved one. Love one another. Masturbate on the mailman. I don't know. I mean, let's spread some love and happiness. You know, I on my page on Facebook every day, it's, I try to share memes that I think are funny. I, I try and share post updates that I think are funny because it's important to me for other people to laugh. I don't know what you guys are going through. I don't know what you fuckers are having to deal with. For all I know, your lives are sucking right now, and you need that laugh. Oh, you know what? I want to make sure that I'm there for you. I want to make sure that I'm there to give you a little, what the fuck is this shit? 
motherfucker, get the... Oh, my God, dude. It is... We're in a 65-mile-an-hour zone, and your sorry ass is doing 50? See, this is where I need a fucking surface-to-air missile mounted on my car. Because I would blow your sorry ass straight to fucking hell. Holy... What the fuck is this shit? If you want to get their attention, do it somewhere else. Get the fuck out of my way. What the fuck? Get the fuck out of my... I will fucking stab you with a fucking spoon. Oh, maybe they're like doing road rage with each other. Oh, you guys are going to race? Not with me in front of you, cocksucker. What are you guys doing? Showing each other your peckers? I got two boys back here, one in a ghetto uh, ghetto sled, antique ghetto sled, one a little uh, rice burner, and they looked like they were showing each other their peckers. Uh, maybe it's a dick war. Who knows? Lay down, play a little tummy swords. Um, all right, so that's it in a nutshell. Like I said, have, have a great night, folks. Love each other. Fuck each other. Rub one out. I like that idea, you know, come on the mailman. That's kind of funny shit. Um, anyway, be good, be safe. Tomorrow's supposed to be windy as fuck. There's your uh, weather report. Of course, that won't make sense if you watch, you know, you listen to this podcast in a couple of days, and then the very next day it's, like, sunny and beautiful. But, hey, what the fuck do I care? There you go, boys and girls. Have a great night. Abri, 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 and we'll see you fucking later. Alter Boy, this is this is this goes out to you, Alter Boy. I love you. I miss you. I'm gonna find a way to get you back on this podcast. I don't know how it's gonna work, but uh, see you soon.